Hello, and welcome to the latest episode of the Skiff Podcast, Skiff's weekly conversations on the trend line shaping global travel. This podcast is sponsored by MasterCard, one of the world's leading technology companies. MasterCard and Skift have recently announced future cities, an exploration of how major destinations are preparing for the new age of urban mobility. From connected infrastructure to smart technologies, this upcoming series examines how global cities are creating seamless and personalized experiences for visitors and residents. Learn more about the project at futurecities.skift.com and join the conversation on Twitter using hashtag SkiftFutureCities. I'm Samantha Shankman, and this week I am joined by Skift co-founder and head of content, Jason Clampett. Packing is rarely front and center when it comes to travel. It is seen as a necessary but burdensome process that includes more caricatures from women's exploding suitcases to businessmen's smart carry-ons than truth. It is, however, an integral part of the travel experience, one that we all deal with no matter where we are going or how we get there. And it's become much more contentious in the past few years as airlines increase check bag fees, encouraging travelers to fit as much as possible in carry-ons that overwhelm overhead bins. To talk about the evolution of luggage and the art of packing, we're speaking with Diego Saizgil, co-founder of BlueSmart, and Brad John, co-founder at Flight 001. BlueSmart is creating a revolutionary piece of luggage that includes location tracking, battery charging, and proximity alerts. Flight 001 is a boutique travel shop with curated products that cover every element of the packing experience. It has shops in New York, LA, Singapore, and Tokyo. Diego, Brad, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, Let's start by talking about what brought you to this space. What problems did you see with luggage that encouraged you to start a company? All right, so this is Diego. Thank you for inviting me. Um, So in my case, I'm originally from Argentina. Um, a few years ago, I was lucky enough to get a scholarship and go study in Europe. Uh, and when I arrived to Europe, I said, this is my opportunity to actually travel, get, a, you know, get to visit a lot of countries. So I, I took a backpacking trip all across Europe, visited a lot of countries, and it was a fantastic experience. I became very passionate about traveling. Um, and then I moved to New York. Um, and sometime later, I found myself starting a travel mobile startup company. And um, that company was with Hostels and ended up being acquired by Student Universe. Um, so I sort of like got myself into the travel industry. And I continued traveling for business and for uh, leisure. And as a little bit ADD as I am, I had all sorts of problems with my luggage, you know, forgetting bags in a hotel, um, one specific time losing a bag, going to visit my family, in which I was bringing a lot of gifts. Uh, and that was like a terrible experience with, with my suitcase. Um, so having a leg into the technology world, I was paying attention to everything that was going on in the um, sort of like connected uh, devices space. Uh, and then having this passion for travel and having all these experiences is how you know, I ended up coming, coming up to this uh, idea uh, and then partnering uh, with a great uh, team of people that you know, uh, love this idea and wanted to start a company around it. And what about you, Brad? Uh, for me, um I was in fashion for many, many years in the 80s and 90s, traveling all over the world. And my business partner and I couldn't find great travel products. We couldn't find good luggage, 
good passport covers anything. Uh, so one night on a flight to Paris, we decided let's open a travel store. Um, so we started in 1998 thinking about it, opened the first store in 99. And if you remember back then, all luggage was black. There were no great accessories. All of our friends were females working in the garment industry. And we would see them at the airport or be traveling with them. And they look great, their outfits and their shoes and everything. Their luggage was awful. All their travel accessories were awful. So we said, let's make some fashionable travel accessories. So that's how we got started. And that was 16 years ago. And the business has changed a lot over the years. But 16 years ago, we were pretty innovative with our concept. It's interesting how you talk about fashion and how that's kind of changed luggage because luggage has become a lot more fashionable oh, recently. for sure. You have to also remember years ago, 15 years ago, not that many women were traveling. You know, of course, I was with a lot of women traveling because I was in the fashion industry. But now there's so many women traveling for technology. You know, so it's a whole different atmosphere than it was 18, 15 years ago. And luggage is really... Uh, an accessory. I mean, I think women want to look nice when they're walking through the airport and when they get to their rooms or whatever. So, Do, do you think that the push towards carry-ons as opposed to check bags has had anything to do with it? Because it's one thing if you're taking a black bag and you're shoving it I so nobody totally, sees it. I totally, absolutely agree. Yes. That has definitely propelled it because you are walking around the airport, the lounge, and you have this rollerboard with you. So yes, definitely... It has changed it. It's helped it become more fashionable. What about travelers that care about luggage? I mean, is that only the frequent traveler or a luxury traveler who wants to have this really nice piece of luggage? Or do you think that, you know, every traveler today is trying to, is looking for design in luggage as I well? I don't think every traveler, but I think a very large majority. I think what's also changed a lot in the business is the fact that kids travel now from the time they're small. It's not like when I was growing up, you didn't get on a plane until you were in your 20s. Now these kids all have passports. They're used to traveling. Um, so I really feel like having a great piece of luggage is much more important to them because they're traveling a lot. They have to make sure it's functional. They want to look good. You know, it's not like these people that are now just traveling once a year. Those people, yes, I don't think really care about luggage. But I think most people travel more than the one-time family vacation a year now. Diego, the, the origins for Brad were, I would say, very different than the origins for Blue Smart. You guys are solving a different problem that right. consumers have. Can you talk a bit about the problem Blue Smart's trying to solve? Totally. So we created uh, this smart connected piece of luggage that has inside technology that allows you for tracking the luggage. Uh, so we actually have a SIM card inside with which we can know the location of the uh, suitcase anywhere in the world. So if the airline lose your bags, which happens actually to 25 million people every year, which is a significant number, um, then you can go to your iPhone, to your smartphone, and then see exactly where your bags are and help the airline recover your bags. And when we started developing the technology, we said, well, there's a lot of other cool features that we can do thanks to these, you know, uh, sensors and microcomputers that we can put inside of the, of the of the luggage. So we also included distance alerts. So if you get separated from the suitcase, you receive a notification so you don't forget the suitcase at you know the restaurant, the hotel. Uh, we also included a digitally enabled lock. Um, so you can lock and unlock the suitcase from your phone. 
and you don't have to carry a key or remember a combination anymore. Um, we included a weight sensor. You pull the handle and the app tells you the weight and whether it's uh, approved by the airline to carry on. Uh, and then finally, we included also a battery charger inside. We said like the modern traveler needs to be connected all the time. You know, we, we die if we don't have battery in our phones. So how about, you know, putting a, a good battery there that also powers the system that, you know, provides the other features. Um, so by including all this technology, I think we, we, we uh, in a way, brought, yes, a, a different kind of innovation in, into the industry um, and solving problems that, you know, were not possible to solve before because all this technology actually a few years ago uh, was really expensive. So thanks to the uh, cell phone industry, you know, uh, Moore's law made all these, you know, components cheaper and cheaper and smaller and smaller. So now we're seeing all this emergence of connected devices. And we wanted to solve all these problems, you know, losing your bag, uh, being sure that all, everything is safe. Um, and that's what we did. And the product is just being introduced into the market. There's a lot of conversation around how packed overhead bins on airplanes get today. IATA recently suggested that there be one standard size suitcase uh, for the overhead section. What do you think about that idea and how would that impact your businesses? So our thinking is we recently participated in this uh, accelerator in Silicon Valley called Y Combinator. And their mantra is make something people want, right? That's what makes company successful, organization successful. And that doesn't seem to me something that people want. People want to carry on. People want to, you know, bring their stuff there. And of course, you also have to think on the system. And if everybody brings big bags on the beans, uh, it's a problem for everyone. But uh, to me, it sounded as something that was against the traveler. And what we are when we think about, uh, you know, our positioning, our products is, you know, let's do anything that's good for a traveler. Um, I think, you know, there was a confusion that you guys published an article that was super good, clarifying what this was about. That is just kind of like a suggestion from IATA to, uh, to brands. Um, and people, you know, got confused that there was sort of like a, a regulation, right? Um, I don't think that you know, is, is going to have a, a big impact on, on, on companies. I think that, you know, the consumers also spoke and said, like, this is not something we want. And airlines heard. And they said, like, oh, we're not going to uh, force this, this size. Um, as, as you were saying, you know, I think you know, people want to carry on. And I think, you know, companies are going to continue uh, offering that. Yes, I agree. I don't think it's ever going to happen. It's, it's, there's going to be too much resistance, uh, too much red tape. I just don't think... And I don't think it's that major of a topic to get all crazy over. So I don't think it's going to ever happen, which is better for, I think it's better for all of us, I believe. Right. You know, people like choice. Right. So people, you know, that's, we can't tell people we're only going to make two wheel luggage or, you know, people want choice. And, you know, the size is a choice. So... Going back to uh, what consumers want, Blue Smart luggage contains a lot of things, location tracking, battery charging, um, built-in scale, proximity alerts, trip data app. What didn't make the cut? All right. I cannot tell you that. <laughs> no, look, um, I think, you know, at the beginning when you were uh, developing a product, there's a lot of ideas. There's a lot of things that, you know, can be done with technology, but sometimes uh, are either will make the product too expensive will make the product too complicated. Um, so uh, there are definitely things that we put outside that maybe will enter in future versions of the product. 
Um, but um, yeah, I guess, you know, like the, 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 the big opportunity that we see from a technology perspective is sensors and what you can do with sensors, what data you can collect um, that can provide an input that is important for the user. Uh, so there were a bunch of sensors that we thought that could be included that we didn't include. And of those um, that were included, what did consumers want the most? What was the most important element? Um, I think that there were different groups of customers that value different things. A group of customers, everybody who ever lost a bag or had somebody close to their family losing a bag uh, and, and experienced the pain that can, you know, uh, suffer, you know, by losing a bag, love the location tracking and they love that feature. There was another group of customers that, you know, love to be connected and they love, you know, the, the battery charger and all the data they're going to get on the iPhone and on the, on the smartphone app uh, to track their trips. And then I guess there was another group of uh, customers that just love the look and feel, love the idea of having kind of like the latest technology uh, in a product that, that looks, you know, kind of like, um, I don't know, like technologically advanced. Uh, so I think those were the main, the main groups. Samsonite Eyes also reportedly working on uh, a suitcase that has um, tracks the bag and updates its owner where it is. Is this the future of all luggage? Do you think, you know, even Flight 001's products will have tracking in them one day? Well, yeah, we saw that news. Uh, I think it's, it's, it's great. You know, it validates our thesis and, um, and it's flattering that, you know, the largest luggage company in the world is, in a way, uh, following what we started. Um, I think that, you know, as you said, people want choice. And there's some people that are going to value these features or people that are not going to find it valuable. Um, I think that all in all, the future, generally, technology that solve problems tend to, you know, uh, become prevalent. And I think that uh, we're seeing it every day, how computing and software and technology is embedding our world. Um, I think, you know, we definitely see that this is the direction the world is taking. Um, it's going to take time and, you know, who are the players that going to, you know, uh, you know, navigate that, you know, are still to be seen. I mean, I agree. I think it could happen in the future. The luggage industry is not the quickest reacting industry in the world. And I do think it's going to take a long time. Um, but again, with all the young people traveling, this is going to kind of become part of their lives. I mean, you know, 10 years ago, whoever thought everybody would be carrying an iPad or whatever. So I do think that it's going to happen, but I think it's going to be a long time. It's going to take a long time. Um, Flight 001 sells its own designs as well as curates a selection yes. of luggage. What do you look for when deciding what luggage to sell? For us, it's mainly about function and design. You know, we want to bring style to traveling but it needs to be functional. We have a whole DNA that we, um, you know, look at when we're buying products and when we're designing. Um, and it's all about function and design. And I think again, you know, I think now a lot more people are paying attention to that in the travel space. But when we started, it wasn't the case. What would be one of the more misunderstood things about luggage? by manufacturers or, or, or even by consumers? Um, I, well, I think a lot of consumers don't realize um, the quality and durability is really important in luggage. I think a lot of consumers are worried about the price and really, you know, the quality 
is really important of the wheel system, the handle system, the fabric of the bag. Um, also for us, you know, I know that everything is going four wheel now for carry on for flight one. We are still doing a lot of two wheel, uh, carry ons in our, under our brand. We feel that, you know, the, because the wheels are recessed and don't have to be on the bottom, the case is actually bigger. And for us, you know, for myself, even I prefer to travel with a bigger bag than a four wheel bag. So I think a lot of people, you know, yeah, everyone, they think the spinner is, and the spinner bag is great for a, a, a check-in, you know, cause it's much easier to wheel cause it's heavy, but on a, on a carry on a two wheel is not a bad idea. Although almost no luggage manufacturers are making two wheel anymore. Cause I see people in the streets of New York struggle with the four wheels. Mm -hmm. Anytime you go down a curve, Absolutely. there's a curb cut, there's a break in the and concrete. You know, the other thing, I don't think people really realize that, you know, look at flight attendants. Do you see very many flight attendants with four wheel bags? You know, because it really, the profile on a two wheel bag is much lower, you know, because it doesn't have to have the wheel system. You know, so, but again, I think that people are under the impression and look for a lot of people, four wheel is more suitable. Some people will say walking down the aisle of the airplane, it's easier to push a four wheel, but you know, I mean, how long's an airplane? I mean, so, so, but anyway, so I think there's, you know, there's a lot of misunderstood, uh, things about, you know, luggage and, and, and speaking of fashion and, uh, travel products is the fanny pack dead? The fanny pack is dead in the U.S., but not in Asia. We are still, you know, we have several stores in Asia, and they are still, they love fanny packs in Asia. But I don't think in the U.S. so much. I think I saw a hipster wearing one. Uh-oh. <laughs> so maybe it's going to come back. Maybe it's, I mean, I do see them when I'm gambling in Las Vegas and Atlantic City. I do see fanny packs, but, but I don't know so much for the regular travel. Honestly, uh, no, talking about fanny packs, I will tell you, and I think you'll agree with this, the change in everything with all the carry-on and stuff, small body bags are very popular now for travelers. You know, everyone likes Messenger to have their passport. Yeah. yeah, everyone needs everything right at their side. And you know, it is kind of funny because with all the rules now, I wonder what they would count a fanny pack as, I guess a handbag or... I don't think that would be your third bag. But in, in, in what ways? In what ways has technology changed um, travel? I know with with Blue Smart, it's you know you, you can find a pack now. But I remember when I traveled a lot in the late '80s and early '90s, you had to have things to make up for the technology you didn't have. So everybody carried uh, traveler's checks with them. So you had to have those packs you That's put right. under your clothes. Well, you don't travel nope. with that anymore. Their ATMs make it easy mm -hmm. to get cash anywhere. Um, and, and so those kind of have gone by the wayside. Um, what other ways has, you know, mobile technology improved the, that experience? Totally. I think that, you know, this guy, and I'm taking my hand, Holding uh, up a phone. A smartphone has dematerialized a lot of things. We used to travel. And I was thinking when I moved to Barcelona, I traveled with a map. I traveled with books. I traveled with, uh, with a notebook to take notes. I traveled with a camera. I travel with uh, maybe like a, a camcorder. And now I just start with this. I have maps, I have books, I have uh, note takers, I have uh, everything I need in this one device. And as a result, I think we travel with less things. We, you know, we don't travel with checks anymore. We don't travel with you know, probably you know, credit cards soon, you know, with Apple Pay and you know, all, all, the, all the mobile payments. So I think you know, 
What this technology does is it replaces all these, you know, other objects that we travel with, and as a result, we travel with less things. I think that's one one way, probably. I mean, I totally agree. Even in our store, the business has changed. When we opened the store, we had a huge book map department. We sold tons of CDs right. in our store because we would do CDs from around the world that were hard to find. You know, so that really has changed. You know, the way we travel. And you know, also all these mobile apps with all the trip, you right. know, all the right. with your agendas and your hotels, and I, I think it's changed the world. You happen to be right, the smartphone and the tablet. I mean, even on planes now, right. the planes don't even have screens now. Right. You know, they expect you to have a tablet, and they're going to let you go into their Wi-Fi. You know, so I mean, it's changed the entertainment on planes tremendously. Just one last question about marketing. Um, I like Toomey's global citizen. Is that what it's called? The global? Yes. I like Toomey's global citizen ad campaign. I think it's an interesting way of positioning a luggage brand as a lifestyle brand. Um, what do you think about when you think about marketing? What's kind of the the strategy? So we're just entering the market. Uh, so we're still learning. We have a lot to learn. But I think that when we think about marketing and branding, we think about what we are, what we care about, what we're doing in this company. And it's because we want people to travel more. We would think that when people travel, you know, they become better persons, you know, they become kind of like uh, more more open-minded. And, and it's just something amazing. And we want to empower people to travel more. So in all the communications that we're planning, we're thinking of how we can not only communicate our product, but also inspire people to travel more. Um, yeah. Similarly, that's basically the same thing. It's really not, for Flight One, it's not really just about selling products. We want to promote travel. Both my business partner and I have traveled all over the world. We feel that it's the most important thing that people can do to learn about other cultures, you know, and just to learn about life. So that's really our, our whole thing is to promote travel. And when we do branding things, it's very seldom about just our product. It's really, you know, the fact that we uh, made this environment in our stores all about travel. People come in our stores, they're so happy. You know, people right. are excited when they travel. Um, so really it's the same. We want to promote travel because it's a wonderful thing. We actually have a challenge in our company called One Country Per Year, and we challenge <laughs> everybody to visit a new country each year. And I think John's up to seven, you know, he goes to a new country. So, you know, we just want to keep pushing, pushing, pushing travel. And, you know, I think by, by great products, you do make it easier for people and, and make them want to travel. Totally. So totally. it's kind of the same thing. Building on that, you know, people say that the golden age of flying is dead, whether it's because of smaller seats or fees or things like that. Um, how, do you, how do you see luggage and products inspiring people to travel better? Well, for me, you know, we, the name of our store is Flight One. We named it after the first around the world flight. Pan Am? Pan Am Flight yep. One. Um, one of our, our, our mantras at the beginning was it brings sound sophistication back to travel. So when you ask that question, it's a very good question because I sometimes fly coach or a lot of times fly coach and sit, you know, got a bad seat or whatever. With our products or with my products or anyone's products, I make it kind of glamorous, you know, and you have to get in that zone when you get on the plane, I get on with my spritz, my eye, everything. That's what I think we all have to do. You know, going through security, the same thing. You need to 
have a good attitude about it, be organized. I love to travel. And, you know, when people talk about the horrors of travel, it kind of makes me cringe because I don't really think it's horrible. Yes, the seats are not, you know, we all want to fly first class, of course, but everybody can't fly first class. So, I mean, I think it's up to us and people like our companies to make travel more, I don't like to say luxurious, but more wonderful because it really is. It's a wonderful thing, even being delayed in airports or, totally. you know. Totally, totally. In our case, we, um, like one thing that we, we want to do is the same way that Fitbit and the activity trackers, just by the fact of tracking how many steps you walk every day, you get motivated to walk more, right? So in our case, we're going to track how many miles you travel and the app is going to tell you how many miles you travel. So just by tracking how many miles you travel, you're going to want to travel more. You're going to want to kind of like overcome it's your like own goals. It's like a contest. Right. Yeah, people right. like that. Yeah, right. exactly. You're going to be able to share, you know, the places you've been and, and you know, the miles you travel. And hopefully with that, they get motivated to travel more. Um, and then I agree with you. I, I, I think that, you know, sometimes, you know, these new generation millennials are a little bit, you know, sometimes, you know, we don't realize what we have, like, I don't know if you saw this Louis CK uh, talk about, you know, like we live in this amazing time and nobody, you know, realize it, you know, we, we can travel across continents, you know, in hours. So you can have Wi-Fi on a plane. You can have right. Wi-Fi on a plane, you know, and uh, it's like amazing, you know, so hopefully, you know, we can also tell that story. I think most sophisticated travelers or people that travel for work have a really good mindset. And I think now it's just about translating it down to people who might not travel as much or, you know, we basically appeal to a much more international passenger. But, you know, I think that people that even just travel domestically, I think that if they kind of took time to enjoy the travel and not be so wrapped up and so panicked about taking their shoes off, they would really enjoy their traveling better. So I think that's what we all try to do, try to make totally. it nicer for them. Excellent. Well, thank you for joining us today. Cool. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you.